Mongolians are known as skilled hunters. But did you know some of their best hunting helpers are golden eagles? They have razor-sharp talons and a dive speed of up to 190 miles per hour. On Gospel Adventures, Mongolia will meet Abata, who is being trained by her father to be an eagle huntress. Don't miss this adventure. Get started at gospeladventures.org. Hi friends, welcome to the Gospel Adventure Show. I'm Ben. And I'm Noah. And today, we're exploring how we are deeply loved. Oh, I know all about being deeply loved. Remember my new puppy, Ben? Uh, how could I forget you named a puppy after me? Well, he loves me so much. He wants to snuggle me or play with me all the time. And if I go outside just to check the mail, he gets these sad puppy eyes because he misses me. Well, dogs do often love their people a whole lot. But when we say we are deeply loved, we're talking about someone who loves us even more than Ben the puppy loves you. Really? Who could possibly love me more than Ben the puppy? Well, for starters, me, but also God. God loves us all so much. We are deeply loved by God. On the count of three, let's say, I am deeply loved by God. You too, friends. Ready? One, two, three. I am deeply loved by God. I think they've got it down. Me too. Later on in the show, you're going to need a piece of paper and something to draw with. We'll give you a little time right now to go get those things. Again, that's a piece of paper and something to draw with. Ready? Go! Hey Ben, I told you how I know my puppy loves me. I can tell because he snuggles and misses me and all of that. Who's someone who loves you? Well, Noah, I know my mom loves me very much. In fact, she texted me today telling me that she was making dinner and wanted to know if I wanted to come over and have some. It just shows that she cares about me and is thinking about me when she's making chicken noodle soup. So puppies have ways that they love us, and people do too. But how do I know I'm deeply loved by God? I mean... I don't see him the way I see you sitting right here with me. Well, there are a few ways. One is because the Bible tells us so. In the Bible, book of John, chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. That means whoever believes Jesus is God's Son can have life forever with God. 
So God loved the whole world enough to give up his son, Jesus? That's right. That is really loving. I don't think I love anyone enough to give up my puppy for them. It was an amazing act of love for the whole world. But we can also make that verse very personal. Let's do this. I'll say the verse, but I'll pause after the word loved. If you're listening, shout out the name of someone you know God loves. Maybe we should practice first so they know what to do. Great idea. I'll say the verse and you fill in the name, Noah. For this is how God loved Jesse. That's my wife. That's a good one. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So now it's the listener's turn? Yep. They'll fill in names just like you did. For this is how God loved he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Ooh, let me try. Think of someone else that God loves. For this is how God loved. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God loves all the people everyone just shouted out, even if those people don't know God or say they don't love God. Wait, how do you know that? You don't even know who everyone just shouted out. Well, I know that because God loves everyone in the whole world. That's also why I can promise our listeners this. You are deeply loved by God. That's pretty cool. But hey, earlier you said there were a few ways to tell we're deeply loved by God. What's another one? Well, let's hear from Jesus himself. I'm going to tell you the most important story ever told. It won't be easy for you to hear, but I promise you this. It has the happiest ending in the history of happy endings. It started when the Roman soldiers arrested me while I was praying. They took me to stand trial in front of Pontius Pilate, the local governor. The people accused me of being a traitor, although Pilate couldn't find anything I had done wrong. But the people insisted on killing me anyway. It was then that the guards started beating me. They hit me and spit on me. They mocked me, calling me King of the Jews. And they draped a red robe over my shoulders. Then they made a crown out of sharp thorns and put it on my head. That hurt so bad. I could barely move. But it only got worse. The guards made a big cross out of wooden beams. Even though I had no strength left, they made me carry that cross with people along the road yelling at me. It was so heavy. Every step was torture. The pain was unbearable. I could barely catch my breath. The soldiers tried to give me a bitter drink to ease the pain, but I wouldn't take a sip. I needed to endure every jolt, every stab, every sting. And there were so many. 
I had nothing left. Still, they kept mocking me. If you're the son of God, why don't you save yourself? They shouted. But they didn't know. They didn't understand that God wanted me to go through with this. I didn't know this was God's plan. Worst of all, they didn't realize how much I loved them. Every tear and every drop of blood was for them. It was almost the end. The sky turned black. Every breath was a struggle. I'd never felt more alone in my life. I hung my head. I couldn't take another breath. Later, a rich man named Joseph took my body and wrapped it in cloths. Then he buried me in a tomb carved out of the rocks and rolled a big stone across the entrance. Three days later, everything changed. As soon as the sun cracked the morning sky, an earthquake rattled the tomb as one of God's radiant angels swept down and rolled the stone away. Just then, Mary Magdalene and my other friend named Mary came to visit the tomb. When they saw the angel, their jaws dropped. Don't be afraid, said the angel. Jesus isn't here anymore. He's alive again. Hurry and go tell his followers. Mary Magdalene and Mary took one glance at the empty tomb and started running fast. They were frightened and excited and shocked and thrilled all at the same time. And when they saw me standing in the middle of the road, they ran even faster. You're alive, they cried. And I would stay alive this time forever. I didn't want to be tortured and killed. I dreaded it. I did it because I love you. You. I can't say it enough. I love you, my friend. Jesus went through that, even though he never did anything wrong. I can't believe Jesus did all of that for me. Why would he do that when we've all done wrong things? Because you're deeply loved by Jesus. Think about it this way. You love your puppy Ben, right? Of course I do. Imagine Ben the puppy had an accident on your favorite hoodie. Well, I'd be upset, but I'd still love him. What if he chewed up your phone? I'd make sure he didn't swallow any pieces that could hurt him. See, Noah, even though Ben the puppy might do something wrong, it wouldn't change how much you love him. No matter what, you'd want to show your love for him. So even though we do wrong things, we're still deeply loved? Exactly. And Jesus didn't want our wrong things to ruin our friendship with God. So he took our punishment. He went through a lot for us. And it all shows that we're deeply loved. Yeah. Let's name some of the things Jesus went through for us. For each one, strike a pose. That sounds fun. Okay, I'm ready. I hope our listeners are too. Uh, I'm sure they are. One thing Jesus went through was a friend betraying him. 
turn your back on anyone you're with. Bye, Ben. And Jesus had to be arrested and put on trial like a criminal, even though he hadn't done anything wrong. Pretend you're in handcuffs. Oh, no. My nose is itchy. I can't scratch it. You can't scratch your nose in handcuffs. Jesus also had to listen to crowds cheering for him to be killed. That's mean. And so sad. I'm going to cover my ears so I can't hear that. Then Jesus had to deal with people beating him. Hold your arm like it hurts. Ouch! They put a sharp crown on Jesus' head to make fun of him. Poke your head with your fingernails. But Jesus really is our king. Well, I know that, but people made fun of him for that. And then they nailed him to a cross. Stretch out your arms. This is really sad. It is really sad, and it hurt Jesus a lot. Could he have gotten down off the cross? Well, yeah, he could have. And that would have proved to all those people who heard him that he really is God. Then he should have done that. But someone had to pay for all the wrong things keeping us from friendship with God. His love for us was more important. Did he even love the people making fun of him and hurting him? Even them. Because of his deep love, Jesus died for them and us too. That's a sad story. It is, but remember, that's not the end. Oh yeah, Jesus was buried in a tomb, and they put guards in front of it. But three days later, Jesus came back to life. Squat down and then jump up. Wahoo! That's a great ending. But that's not the end either. It's not? No. Jesus eventually went back to heaven, but he's still alive today, and he still loves us. When we believe in Jesus, we can look forward to being in heaven with him. That's awesome! I feel like we need a song to celebrate that. I think you're right. How about Jesus Loves Me?
What a great song. We have a lot more to do, but I think I need a break. I did a lot of jumping during that song. <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break. Good News for Every Day is sponsored by Gospel Adventures. Learn how kids around the world experience life and follow Jesus. Visit gospeladventures.org. The good news comes from the Gospel of John. Jesus said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33. Jesus talked a lot about peace, especially leading up to his death on the cross. He wanted his friends, the disciples, to know that even though things were going to get sad and hard to understand, he was giving them peace from God. Jesus knew he was going to rise from the dead on Easter morning and overcome death. That's good news for every day. Welcome back to the Gospel Adventure Show. Noah, we've talked a lot about hard, sad things, and I think it's time for some jokes. I'm always ready for some jokes. How about this one? What did the daddy volcano say to his baby volcano? Hmm, I'm not sure. I lava you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. What did the wife light bulb say to her husband light bulb? What? I love you watts and watts. (laughs) Okay, okay. What did the painter say to his girlfriend? Can this be true love? I like that one. He said, I love you with all my art. <laughs> well, we are really rolling with these love jokes. Well, I love jokes. <laughs> I know you do. And with that, it's time to hear about some friends who experience being deeply loved. Their names are Deacon, Hudson, and Ben. His name is Ben. Another Ben? Another Ben. These kids were all adopted into a great family. Let's find out what that was like. This is the Scandrit family. Mom, Dad, Lauren, Deacon, Grayson, Hudson, Christian, Benjamin, and Marin. Benjamin, Hudson, and Deacon were born in Ukraine. That's a country far, far away. They lived in an orphanage with lots of other kids who didn't have moms or dads. They prayed to God to give them a mom and dad so they could be part of a family. One night I was praying that we would get a family. And like two weeks after, we had a visit. And then I was excited and I was ready. I knew that God provided a family for us. Mom and dad visited the Ukraine because they were looking for another little boy to join their family. Instead, they found Benjamin, Hudson, and Deacon. I really felt like God had given me a clear picture of Deacon's face. And so when we get to Ukraine and we see all these kids and right there's Deacon, I knew that's what we're supposed to do. The only thing that could have explained that is that God's intention was for us to, mm-hmm. to get them ahead of time. We were looking yeah, and we were waiting. Mom and Dad came, and 
and we knew that somebody wanted to adopt us, so then we came into the room and we had our smiles on. I just thought they were adorable the minute I saw them. And I, I kind of knew that that minute they kind of wanted to adopt us, but I wasn't sure if they would take three of us. So I was kind of worried about that. You had to get all of us. You couldn't just get one of us. We were all three brothers, then we had to go. They came as a set. It would be a big surprise to the family that they would adopt not one boy, but three brothers. I remember the day they came along, it was super late. I don't know what we do with these new boys. What are we supposed to, what are we supposed to like, I don't know, yeah. what do we do with them? So I just went up and gave him a hug and then it was all, it was all good. Deacon loved the cat, Marin and Ben were best friends. Oh and yeah. I think, I don't know what Hudson did. I don't know, Hudson was asleep on the couch. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're proud of our family. It's not like there's a difference between us and them. It seems like we've always been a family. Mornings are very busy at the Scandrit home. Everyone helps out around the house. Benjamin loads the dishwasher while Hudson makes coffee for mom and dad. The Scandrits have a lot of animals. A cat, a dog named Sam, and a canary. They have chickens too. The chickens provide eggs for the family to eat. Deacon likes to work in the garden, which provides fresh vegetables for his family. In the future, I might want to become a farmer. The boys love their new big family. They have lots of brothers and sisters to play with, just like at the orphanage. But more importantly, God provided them with a mom and dad to love them and a house to call home. Amen. I love it. Like, it's always loud here, and there's always people everywhere. God has definitely provided for our family by bringing these boys. We get along, and we have fun, and this is how our life works, and it's great. Wow! Deacon, Hudson, and Ben were deeply loved by God and by their new family. It's kind of like how when we believe in Jesus, He welcomes us into His family. We are deeply loved and welcomed into God's family. And that reminds me about our God sightings. Oh yay! Is it time for God sightings? Yeah! God sightings are ways we see God at work around us. And we show God at work when we love others. Like when we give our friends and family a big bear hug. Let's be God sightings right now and hug whoever is with you. As you put your arms out for the hug, remember how Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross to show how much he loved you. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Hugs are great, and every time I hug someone, I'll remember Jesus stretching out his arms to show me just how much he loves me. I'm deeply loved. That's right, and there's no limit to God's love. In fact, let's try a little challenge. I'm always up for a challenge. Okay, grab that piece of paper and something to draw with that you got earlier. Do you have yours, Ben? I got them right here. 
We'll play two songs. As they play, you'll draw as many hearts as you can on your paper. See how many you can make. I got 97. 
Whoa, that's a lot. But you know what? It's a lot less than the number of people in the world. How many is that? Around 8 billion. Whoa! Isn't that a lot? And God loves every single one of those hearts deeply. Like John 3.16 said, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God loves the whole world. Yep, all those hearts. I don't even think I could draw 8 billion hearts, no matter how many songs we played. That would be pretty much impossible for us. But with God's love, nothing is impossible. Remember, you are deeply loved by God. I am deeply loved by God. And with that, we're out of time for heart drawing anyway. But don't forget to join us next time on the Gospel Adventures Show. Bye! Gospel Adventures is brought to you by a partnership between Lutheran Hour Ministries and Group Publishing. To make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to Gospel Adventures wherever you listen to podcasts. To catch up on past episodes and to find more exciting resources, go to gospeladventures.org.